Marketing is so important, but sometimes you got a tight budget. So for all my owner operators out there, today we're going to be talking about marketing on a tight budget. Let's cue the intro and jump right in. Listen, there's a lot to learn when growing and scaling your business. That's why we created the Business Choreography Podcast, where we talk about choreographing your marketing, operations, and sales into dynamic systems that increase your revenue and your impact. We'll explore solid business principles and discuss all things that make businesses dance to success with clarity. We'll help you figure out where the holes are in your business and what you can do to fix them. Think of us as your official business choreographers, aka your insider growth strategists. Remember, your choreography matters. Welcome to the Business Choreography Podcast. What's up, everybody? Michael Johnson here with the Business Choreography Podcast, and I'm excited that you're here today because we're talking a little bit about marketing on a tight budget. Now, just to make sure that we're on the same page, marketing is great, and you should be allotting a budget for your marketing on a regular basis. And I know a lot of startups forget to think about this. And so if you are in that startup position or you're in your early portion of your journey, make sure that you understand that even though we're going to be talking about marketing on a tight budget, that ultimately you've got to actually have a budget for your marketing. I know that sounds crazy. I talk to a lot of businesses and when I talk to them and they don't have a marketing budget, I, I just, my, my soul melts. So even though I'm talking to you today about marketing on a tight budget, I want you to understand that you've got to work that in. You've got to make sure that it's a part of your strategy. It's a part of what you're doing and a part of what you regularly put attention to and put your uh, money to because the money you put into your marketing should actually produce enough so that you can see that there's uh, a one to two or more ratio uh, on the back end. So here we are. We're talking about marketing on a tight budget, creative tactics for owner operators. All right, so let's dig in. We've got a bunch of things for you. So remember, just because we're talking about doing it on a tight budget doesn't mean there's not other better ways if you have a budget, if you have a higher budget. If your budget isn't tight, then there's some other things that we can do that we aren't going to talk about today. We're just going to talk about the things that you can do on a tight budget. These also apply when you have more money and more uh, funds and finances to put into it. So don't just think these are just for a tight budget. So for those of you out there that are like, well, but I have money and I have a budget set aside, these are still valuable. And when you can juice them with some actual revenue, it's going to make a big difference. So number one on the list, social media. When you have a tight budget, social media is a really great place to start. And this is uh, because really it's free. You can sign up, you can create your brand, you can put you out there, you can start talking, and it's free. One of the big challenges with social media is that it's a tertiary um, uh, connector to your actual sale, right? So you have to put out a lot of content, you have to put out a lot of goodwill, and eventually that comes back. It is and can be difficult to map that or to measure that. There are lots of ways. And as you move into the ranks of spending more money in your marketing, you can actually start to track that a little bit better. But in the early days, social media is a really great way to start when you don't have a whole lot of money because, well, hey, it's free. You can get on and hit live on Instagram or Facebook or even uh, LinkedIn, I believe, if you can if you can get that set up, right? So social media is a really great way to start when you just don't have a huge budget. And I encourage you to do that if you have a strategic plan for it. All right, so let's jump into number two. 
partner with other businesses. Now, it could be other small businesses. It could be other medium-sized businesses. It could even be other larger businesses. But don't ever forget that when you partner with another business, you're accessing their list. You're accessing their people. And when you partner with them, of course, you're going to give them a good deal. You're going to maybe reciprocate and give them something back, maybe a kickback, maybe some sort of commission, whatever. But do partner with other businesses. This is a really big deal. Is you partner with other businesses and you start to create a symbiotic relationship, they start to realize, hey, there's a way for them to make money off of their list that isn't selling their thing that can sell your thing. And it's kind of like, hey, we've used them. We like them. We want to recommend them. And so now it's another way for them to juice and get money on their side that they wouldn't normally have ever gotten. So don't hesitate and don't be afraid to go out and talk to other businesses, smaller businesses, other medium-sized businesses, other larger businesses. It doesn't mean that they have to be in the same space as you. You just have to find those symbiotic relationships. And those are really great ways to really bump your revenue. And if you're new, if you're a startup, this is a really great way to get started. If you're an old veteran and you've been around the block a few times, don't forget this. This might've been how you got started. This might be something that you've done in the past and you know, but you really can't undervalue or underestimate the power of partnering with other small businesses. All right, let's jump into number three here. We need to utilize email marketing. Guys, email is not dead. Email will not die. It is going to be around for a long time to come. It sort of is the stable part of our internet life right now. And so you've got to get email marketing set up. If you don't understand how to do email marketing, you're missing out. Mailing, emailing your people is so valuable. It is so valuable. Sending them good content, sending them stuff that they'd like to receive, giving them things in goodwill really does put a lot in the bank so that when you do create an ask, they will come back to you. Now, you can put at the bottom of your emails, we call them offer walls, right? You can put a little wall that you can stick your offers on and you can say, hey, if you're interested in our stuff, click on some of the stuff below and go check it out. Or you can specifically do campaigns to actually just promote whatever it is you're promoting. But utilizing email marketing is not that expensive. And as your list grows, it gets a little bit more expensive when you get up into the hundreds of thousands of emails that you're sending on a regular basis. But in the beginning, it's really not that bad. And you can really do it inexpensively and get a lot of result for it. In fact, you can measure those things pretty well. Most of the email platforms have some sort of analytics or statistics that you can look at and start to get a very good understanding of your efforts of what you sent out compared to what you're getting back in. So make sure you actually include an email marketing strategy in what you're doing because it's very low cost and it's really easy when you're on a tight budget to send an email, write an email, talk to your people, give them, service them what they need and they'll reciprocate, right? Okay, let's jump into number four. I could talk about email marketing all day long. Create valuable content. This is so important. You can create all sorts of content, but if you're not creating valuable content, stuff that they want, who's they, your niche, your particular target audience, if you're not creating stuff they want, then you're not getting more of the people that you want. You have to create valuable content to them not valuable content to you. And I want to make sure that you get that distinction because I know most of you probably love what it is that you do. 
And because you love what you do, sometimes you create things that you love and you might not be your ideal client. So you've really got to understand who your client is, who that target is that you're trying to get the attention of. And as you understand that target, you've got to create valuable content for them. That's important. So you can brainstorm that with your team. If you have a team, maybe it's just you and you've got to actually get somebody or somebody to come in and say, hey, help me create what is going to be valuable content. This is important. If you create poor content, you're not really going to get back what you think right? So make sure you're creating valuable content. Now, I wish I could tell you a bit more specifically what valuable content is to you, but each of you have a very specific scenario and a very specific situation, right? Understanding your people will help you create a message to market match, and then you can create the valuable content for that market, right? All right, let's jump into the next one. Again, I could talk about that one all day long. Leverage customer testimonials. Guys, your customers that love you, they want to talk about you. They want to brag about you. They want to tell other people because if they've had success with you, they want to tell everybody about it. So don't be afraid to utilize customer testimonials. In fact, it's so valuable when you can get them. And you know what? It's actually not as hard to get them as you think. So all of you out there right now that you love the podcast and you really like this, make sure you comment below what you love about the podcast, what you loved about this episode. You can do it right now. You see, I just did it right there. You guys can do it. And then for anybody that comments in the comments below, wherever you're watching this, I can take that and snapshot it and put it somewhere and say, hey, so-and-so really loved the podcast or so-and-so really loved the thing that we did for them. Or you can be as formal as getting an actual video testimonial or written testimonial from some of your clients, the people that are raving fans from you for you, and make sure you put those in places that others, your new clients, can see it on your website, on your funnels, on your uh, in your blogs, you know, all over the place on your um, create a supercut. That's one of my favorite things, right? On a YouTube video, you create a supercut of all your testimonials. That's pretty fun. Then people can see that, hey, they really like him or they really like her. They really like that business. So don't be afraid to leverage your customer testimonials, right? You got to get in, you got to use them. Even if you only have two or three, just find ways to leverage them right away. If you don't have two or three, then for goodness sakes, if you're really having a hard time getting a testimonial, go do your service for free for the first two or three people. Get uh, get the testimonial back in and that will help springboard you. It'll help move you forward. But if you've been in business for any period of time, sending out a call, giving a contest, giving out some free things. Hey, would you take some time to fill out a survey and give us a testimonial about what you liked? These are really great things, whether you're brand new or whether you're a versed uh, business owner. So make sure you do it. You got to leverage your testimonials. Number six, host events or workshops. This seems kind of crazy, right? And honestly, some of you might not be um, really up on creating or doing uh, an event or a workshop, but they're really not that hard, right? So if you just take a little time to to make a little plan, you, you really would be surprised how much easier they are. So if you have a list of clients, if you've been building a list, it's a really easy way to market and really add value. Now you can do these for free. I've seen, I've seen mega... Uh, stars in the business industry go out and do free um, free events or free workshop and they invite everybody 
and then they sell something at it. Or they invite them to buy something later on. Or you can do a paid event or workshop. Those are a little bit harder because now you've got to get people to take out their wallet and vote, right? They've got to be able to take out their wallet and say, yeah, I want to come to that. But there's lots of different means by which you can strategize your events or workshops. But there is something really powerful about getting a whole bunch of people in the room that are interested in your topic and that really love to hear it from you. So doing an event or a workshop, it's really great. And when you're on a tight budget, it, it really isn't that expensive to do an event or a workshop, especially if your clients are local. If you have a, a local clan or a local tribe of clients that love you, this is a really great way to do that. And you can really uh, utilize a lot of great event spaces. There are a lot more out these days. Look around. We have some in our local area where you can just rent a room. And it's really not that expensive. You don't always have to do the hotel thing, but there are business type event places where you can rent a, an office or you can rent a conference room or you can rent a slightly bigger room where you can put more people in. So it's actually a lot more accessible than it ever has been. And I'm sure in your area, there's probably something that you can go and rent. Just start to look for it, right? You'll find it. Now that I've told you about it, you'll start to see it everywhere. But doing an event or a workshop doesn't have to be hugely expensive. You don't have to run it for a thousand people. You can run it for five or 10 people and it can be very inexpensive and a really great experience for all those that are attending. So it's a really great way when you're, when you're on a low budget to, to get some money going and to get the flow going or even get to the recognition of your brand going. So consider that. Okay, let's finish off here with number seven, utilize Google's local listing service. If you have a local business, this is especially huge. But even if you don't have a local business, you can actually list it there. And, and there's some rules around it, but you can go look it up, right? Go look up that. And there's a lot that can be gained from Google's local listing services that really creates trust, right? And so there's this element of trust from being able to see it on Google when people research you or they see the name or whatever, go to Google and, and check it out. And if it's the right fit for your business, then you should do it, right? Some For some of you, it's not the right fit. For some of you, you don't really want to be there and that's cool. So this is just an idea for you if you are on a tight budget and you're just trying to get things going. This could be really great, especially, like I said, if you have a local uh, location uh, and you are dealing with customers in a very specific area, then it is super important that you get there because how many times do you just Google something on your phone and the things that come up near you are the things that you actually utilize and take advantage of. So that one's really easy. I know for some of the bigger businesses or even maybe service-based businesses that aren't a local uh, thing, that might not be the best for you, but it is certainly something you can do on a tight budget. So guys, I want you to really think about this. Again, if you have a tight budget for your marketing, consider raising that budget because marketing is so important for your business. This is where it all starts. This is where it all begins and you've got to have a good marketing strategy and an overall plan for how it's going to work. And it, it could be that it's marketing the front end. It could be marketing the middle or it could be marketing on the back end. Marketing really is super important and understanding the strategies and the uh, processes that you can utilize to make it juice your business 
is huge. So really, really encourage you that even though we get we talked about marketing on a tight budget, I really encourage you to start to think about how you can increase that budget and really see something back, right? It's not just about how can I spend more money? It's about how can I spend more money and see a return from it on the back end? I really do believe in a direct marketing type of approach, right? This has been proven for years and years by some of the great marketing uh, masters of our history. And they've proven that you can say, hey, if I'm going to put a dollar in, I'm going to make it so that at least a dollar comes back out or $2 comes back out. Otherwise, the marketing that you're doing isn't necessarily uh, working for you. So we really want to encourage you, really want you to uh, pay attention to what you're doing in your marketing. And hopefully these uh, little tips that that uh, I shared with you today will help you if you are in a, in a place where you're with a tight budget, if you have a larger budget and you need some help and you're not quite sure um, how you want to organize that strategy or, or how a strategy could work for your business, please reach out. You can always uh, catch us at info at bizcorio.com and we're help, happy to lend a hand. So just reach out and uh, we'd love to hear from you. But until then, I hope you guys are killing it. Go and do your marketing. You have to do your marketing. Don't ignore it. It's not something that you can just say, well, I'll market when I have money someday. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. So make sure you're working on your marketing and your strategies. And we will see you on the next episode. Take care. Thanks for joining us today. Want more business choreography? Check out our website at bizchoreo.com to find out more. And find out how the choreography for your marketing operations and sales can raise your revenue and create more impact. Remember, every business needs choreography.